There we go. That was, quick. that was good, wasn't it? That was well good. It sorted itself out. Yeah. Really good. Right. How are you been? Do you want to give an intro? Are we going to talk about what we're doing here or are we just going to talk? Yeah. So we're jumping on for a new season of our original podcast, but I think it's like a reinvented season rather than, you know, like a, what we used to do and how we used to talk. And Yeah, what yeah. we used to do and how we used to talk, I think that was, yeah, it was very structured. This is going to be nowhere near as structured. If you're coming for structured conversation, go listen to a previous episode. This is not going to be that. We're just kind of here to have a catch-up. I think. Yeah. I feel really weird. Like, I've literally got the half of the screen on strange um what is that? is that your dog yeah can you see that oh good one she's listening on the mic <laughs> <laughs> fantastic yeah. yeah so new season new episodes um completely different energy i feel from last time like last time was i don't know would you agree it was more it wasn't really aggressive but do you know what i mean it was more like a, a sort of a, no, it was, in, it was informative. I yeah, it was informative, I think. But this is, I think it was informative. It was conversation. It was questions. Don't know. We were just starting somewhere, basically. And now we've decided to go start somewhere else. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of them podcast platforms, you're not going to hear that fucking creepy intro that you've heard for the last 10 episodes. That's been scrapped right off. You're not, yeah, that's not happening. No. I am... Um... A few people have gone, yeah, we, I was listening to your podcast, Jack. Um, yeah, I used to take inspiration from your podcast. And I'm like, why were you listening to it? And how did you take inspiration? And I'm like, please say you didn't listen to the intro. Like, that intro makes me cringe to this day. Like, we thought it was funny at the time, but now... We didn't. We even it. found it cringy when we recorded it. <laughs> it was yeah. even cringy when we recorded it. Now, now looking back at it, it's like, what the, what the hell was I doing? Like... Well, that's, yeah, I think that's a lesson within itself. You've just got to start somewhere. I don't know why my eyes look like this as well. I cried about 15 minutes ago, I think, but I don't know why they look so bloodshot. Yeah. I think you got beat up in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that did happen too. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that's probably... We recorded 10 episodes. We just started somewhere, you know what I mean? Just, just keep starting somewhere, so, yeah. Yeah, I was reading something the other day. Um, no, I was watching something the other day and it was Mark Zuckerberg talking and he was saying how ideas are never fully formed. Like ideas, you just have to go for it and then they start forming themselves after. So I guess it's like that. Like we started it last year just through an idea and now we're like just adding on to it and adding on to it. And through us going through evolution and through us changing, like this whole vibe of this podcast is going to naturally change with us, which is nice. Yeah, and I think this will be something with longevity as well. Do you know what I mean? Like me and you are always gonna, always gonna have conversations. Do you know what I mean? We're mates. Like we're always gonna have conversations. So yeah, this podcast got longevity anyway. Do you know what the funny thing is? If anyone's what? watching on IGTV, you've gained more hair and I've gained less. <laughs> yeah. I've, when we were first recorded, did I have any hair at all, or did I have a little furrow? What did I have going on? I don't know what you had. I think you had a skin in, mate, from what it is. Got I think big you had one of right now. Look at that bad boy. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> you need an Afro comb, mate. Yeah, I think you had a, one of those wannabe fades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's what it was. But yeah, right. Now we're done talking shit. Talk to me. How have you, how have you been, sir? What's happened since 
Again, Mate, I'm where a, do I start? June, where do I start? Talk me through. Where do I start? Holy, yeah. Where do I start? Mate, um, you're not doing that as well. Stop censoring yourself. Just say the words that you were going to say because I, I can't do that. Like, let's just, let's not I stop. I the energy for swearing and doing that. Let's so, just yeah. have a conversation. Yeah. Um, what happened? So, when was it? July, June, July. I decided um, that I was going to revisit an old vision that I had, but let, actually let's go in order because I'll, I'll get to the point and I'll get to the reasons why I like it. It wasn't for me in the end, but I tried going for an old hobby, an old vision that um, appeared back in like 2016, 2017. And I was leaving the call center at the time, or I was looking for a new job after the call center at the time. And I was looking online and then I applied for the army, but I couldn't get in the army because I don't know how many, how many of you know, but I've got like an ACL ligament damage and I've had knee reconstruction, so therefore I couldn't do anything within the army. Um, and then I saw this advert like, go and be a real estate agent in Dubai. And I thought, yeah, like great. Like I've just started in sales. I've done well in sales. Um, I want to live in a warm climate. Like I might as well go for it. I might as well go and do it. So I tried going for it. Um, but then they were like, oh, you need this much money to do it. Like, and I had a shit credit rating. I had no money to my name. Money was non-existent. And I kind of forgot about it and moved on with it. And it came to last year that I was just like, um, I don't know. It was, it was like, oh, that, that come up the forefront again for some reason. I was like, oh, I, I can do it now. I've got something which works when I'm not working. So I, I might as well go and give it a shot. So I went and gave it a shot and applied and got through and this time because I wasn't taking the leap from a job to another job, like to make it work. I had something working now. I could then, it was a viable option. So I done it. I moved to Dubai um, and it was lovely at first, like going there, like experiencing all the cars, like seeing all the Lambos, all of that. Very flashy. Um, and you get very consumed in it and you get like, you start thinking, that's the way you want your life to turn out. And you start thinking like, oh, I want one of those. I'm going to get one of those. And although that might come later on in life, although I might get one later, in, later on in life, like everything you start doing is just like, I want that, I want that, I want that. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it's, you start wanting things quick and you want to start wanting instant gratification. It just, it put me in a bit of a, like I said, at first it was great, but then it put me in a bit of a vibe that I, I kind of was aware of and subconsciously like, what the hell am I doing? Do you know what I mean? And then I, it, like, I went into the office and like, just because I've been out of the office for about two and a half, three years now, but being back in an office environment was just like, it was, at first it was like, right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna block out all the negative energy. I'm gonna do it. like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know I can kill things that I put my mind to, so I'm just going to do it. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, bitchy, gossip, this, that. Someone Netflix. saying, oh, I don't really like Jack. He doesn't really participate in our gossip. He don't really participate in our drama. And I'm like, why is, this, why is that a bad thing? Um, and then I got the, the person opposite me, like, ringing clients. And every time she had a bad call, she was like, oh, fucking bastard, put the phone down. And I'm like... It's just negative energy. And then I had the whole table squabbling at one point to the point I was in the corner. Um, I was sitting in the corner of the table and the team was just squabbling and bickering with each other. 
And then the director, I managed to catch him on his own and I spoke to the director and I was like, that team energy on that table is fucked. And he was like, you should try work on this table. I was like, no, that's not the point. That team energy is fucked. Like, you can't work in that environment, it's, it's, it's bullshit. And he was like, right, I'll go and sort it out. So we called them in one by one and um, except for me and sorted it out. And everyone was like, have you not had a one-to-one -one jack? And I'm, in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm the one who fucking sort of like dropped you in. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it got to a point where they did come back on the table and I got remarks from them thinking, oh, we're not like saying like, oh, we're not calling this shit anything, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it just got a bit too much. It got a bit too like, so all of that environment which I had the momentum to leave at first and had the motive to leave at first, so I suddenly threw myself back into that environment. And then I realized like it was because when I had that vision, I was used to that environment. Like I wanted like that if I'd have went straight from the call center to there, I might have been able to deal with it. I might have been able to go like, yeah, okay, it's fine, I'll block it out or I'll participate in participate in that. But because I've been like two years without that it was suddenly like feeling like I was in prison to the point when I did say, I'm gone, I'm done. So how it worked was I got called into a one-to-one -one and within that one-to-one, -one, they were like, oh, Jack, you're doing well at this, you're doing well at that, you need to do better at this. And I let them talk for about 10 minutes and then they go over to you, Jack, I'm gonna let you talk now. And I just went, I'm done. And they were like, why did you just let us speak for 10 minutes? And I was like, I don't know, I'm done, I'm done. Like I don't, yeah, I don't want to be it. Um, I've been free for the last two years and being back in this environment and they finished it for me. They were just like, fuck Jack, you must feel like you're in prison here. And I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm in prison. They were like, if I could have a few grand a month and not be here, I can't do that, Jack. Like, why, why did you even enter this environment in the first place? And I was like, to get more money to put back into my business so I could scale it to even better heights. Um, and yeah, it was it was just a bit of a head fuck, a bit of a, a this is, yeah, a bit of a a bit of a negative mindset to be in, a negative environment to be in. So I'm one who was always preached like your environment is massively important to the point I was just like I can't preach it and not act upon it. So yeah, I'm out of there. I moved to Bali and now I'm completely at one. Did you miss? Did you miss? Did you miss a part in that story where actually you nearly went? Wait, there's a dog screaming in your background, dog in my background. Far less yeah. than I feel. <laughs> um, but I feel like you missed the important part there, where actually you contemplated going somewhere else and still trying. Yeah, so... So I was going to leave that office and I kind of put it on, like, maybe it's this office which is doing my head in. Maybe, like, if I go to another office, then... I might have a bit more luck and I might have a bit of a better environment. And although when I met these people, it, it sounded like that office environment would be better. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was like, these are salespeople. Like, of course, they're going to make me believe that. Of course, like, these are salesmen. They're going to sell their environment. They're going to make their environment sound nice. And I was like, do I? Don't I? And Dubai is not a cheap place to live. Like, if you do it for another couple of months and you still hate it, you've wasted a shit ton of money in the process. Like, am I going to risk that? Am I going to risk that along with my personal insanity? Or am I just going to get out of this and do what I originally wanted to do? And 
moved to Bali. So I was actually sitting in bed one night up until up until about 6 a.m. I couldn't sleep a wink and I was staring at the ceiling and in my head I was torn between like, do I stay in Dubai and give it another shot? Because the external world knows I've gone to Dubai. Like if I now move to another country, will I feel a failure? Will I look a failure? And that honestly went through my head and I was like, am I going to be a failure? But at the same time, I was like, how good is life going to be? And how much more um, focus can I give my business if I go there? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it was this whole argument in my head I was having with myself. And then when Tori woke up, I was like, as soon as she opened her eyes, literally, as soon as she looked at the ceiling, I was like, should we go to Bali? And she was just like, I, I, was, I was waiting for you to say that, Jack. Like, I fucking hate it here. I fucking hate it here. Like, she was in the apartment every single day. She didn't really go out. It was, it looks nice from the outside and Dubai looks lovely. And I see people putting flashy pictures and I'm inside and I'm like, it's not really like that. Um, but yeah, and the long story short, I moved to Bali. I feel so much more free, so much more happier, so much more at one with myself. Like, I feel like things are progressing. I feel like I'm happier. And yeah, it was worth it in the end, well worth it in the end. But yeah, that's my yeah. long story cut long. <clears throat> and that is your last six months. But I think that's my last six months, man. I think you should probably, I feel like you brushed over that like it was nothing. Like that, that conversation. There's so much more to it. No, but not even, not even that. Like that conversation that you've had with yourself when you sat there and you stared at the six o'clock. A lot of people, and I remember talking to you while that was all happening and being like, listen, mate, like you're not, you're not letting anyone down. Like nobody had any expectations for you, do you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. a lot of people would have caved to that pressure of like, well, everyone knows I'm here now, it has to work, rather than actually, you know what, I tried it, not for me, let's, let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%, 100%. I know people, are... sorry mate, am I talking or you talking? No, you're good. Right. Uh, I know people over there, mate, who haven't made a sale in months and they're selling their house back home to get the money so they can still remain there and still do that. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Just get out and live in a fucking better country and a nicer country. And, you know, it's, it's one of those that Dubai will, and the people in Dubai will only ever show you what they want to show you. They want you to like, the whole country, the media will only show you what the media will want to show you. Um, and obviously there are nice parts of Dubai and we w did have the ultimate privilege of meeting Mustafa and Mustafa taking us to the desert and Mustafa introducing us to another group of people who were more connected with themselves, who didn't really like boast about the flashy lifestyle and, you know, done things that ultimately made them happy. And I was so appreciative of that. And I think that was the turning point. Um, yeah, me and Mustafa was definitely the turning point, I'd say. Like, it, it opened me eyes up and made it made me realise, like, it isn't, like, I don't need to be here. Like, I don't need to be here and do that. Like, I, I can be, like, yeah, I don't know how really you know how no, no, so go, no, I'm interested in that. So go a bit deeper there. What, make, what makes that the turning point? What, obviously, I don't need you to expose your whole life, but, like, what, what is the conversation there or what is the thought process there that says actually this is 
Um, I think it was Mustafa saying like, when he first got to Dubai, he was um, he, like, when you meet him, he'll probably tell you a story actually. But when he first came to Dubai, he was telling me a story along the lines of when he first got there, he was a bit like, um, he was nearly close to leaving Dubai because he didn't um, align with how everything's run on money. Like they have um, women's nights and ladies' nights where ladies get in for free and get free drinks and that brings men to it and then they make loads of money from it and everything revolves on money and like brunches, like they're charging so much for brunches and everyone like shouts about brunches and it's literally all just a money thing and he didn't really align with how you know, everything within Dubai is literally dictated by money. And he said to me, like, if I had to work here, Jack, then I wouldn't be. I'd be moving somewhere else. Like, I would never, ever work here. Like, I'd only ever do things for myself and be self-sufficient and make my own money here. Um, because if I had to be in a workplace here, like, I couldn't handle it. And he was just like, when I then met him again and said, look, I don't work anymore, I quit it. Um, there was only ever three people that went congratulations and shook my hands. And those three people were entrepreneurs. Like all the other people were just a bit like, mm, really? And those were people who were just, I don't want to like, there were two people who were working for someone else. Like the entrepreneurs got it. The entrepreneurs were like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, do your own thing. Like congratulations, um, good on you. But the other people were just like, mm, okay, yeah. Because you notice it, when you go to Dubai, like people are like, whoa, like, good luck, like, Dubai, like, you're doing amazing, your life's automatically sorted out, like, incredible, and, like, then when you, like, say, for example, if you start a business, like, you get a completely different fucking vibe. With, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's, that's more weird, because what you went over there to do was commission-only role, right? You had no guarantee, right? Yeah? No. Yeah. <clears throat> so with with your business, same thing, right? You work on yeah. direct sales commission, you've got no guarantee of pay. But one you can do from anywhere in the world, and the other one you're still tied to Dubai. Yet one gets you a congratulations and the other one gets you like skeptical looks. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But if those people knew what went on in that industry, they'd be saying a completely different thing. That industry makes ours look like fucking angels, mate. That industry makes ours look like, like we are angels. What we do is completely ethical. What we do is right and good for people and help people and develop people and give people opportunities. Whereas like that industry is over there, just over there, mate, is fucking wild west. It's savage. It's like, it's not a nice place to be Any whatsoever. Hmm? Anything goes, yeah? Am I right, Sam? Anything goes? Yeah. Literally anything, mate. Anything. Like, yeah, anything. Literally anything. To the point where women will do stuff for sales. To the point where, like, you'd have a house online and the another um, agent would then go to that person's house and talk shit about your name so then they can get that house. Like, literally not a nice ethical place to be, man. And, you know, I, I don't know whether it's just the company, I don't know whether it's just the whole industry, but I've got a feeling it's the whole industry. Yeah, 100%. Alright, cool. So, let me... Sorry. Like, huh? Go on, what were you about to say? 
I was about to say over to you, like, tell me about your life, but were you about to ask another question? <laughs> and I knew you were about to do that, and I was literally about to say, sorry that this has turned into the Jack show, but I, w I wanted another question on kind of how you feel your, like, how the energy feels different since you've been in Bali, like, how you feel like you're getting up now, now that you're aligned. aligned. I feel like... Like, I'm happier, like I said. Like, I'm attracting the right people into my life. Like, we've had so many people in the last, like, five or six weeks that we've connected with that actually want to make a difference with their life rather than people who want to make money tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's people who are less shiny and people who are, chasing fulfillment rather than the money um yeah like it's, it's a completely different vibe and i feel it's hard to put it into words it's very hard I, to put I, it into words but go on no so i had jay-z say something the other day i can't i can't remember how it goes so i'm probably going to butcher the whole thing but basically the concept was that like you you look at the end result, like you envy the result, not the process. And I was listening to somebody else say yesterday, like what happened the day you actually reached the goal, like the day you actually get the Lamborghini, the day you got the car that reaches a billion dollars or whatever sort of finite goal you set, what happens on that day? And the general consensus is the most miserable day of your life. Because now you, you've got nothing to work towards. Like, you've got nothing to make happen. So, yeah, like, you're chasing the shiny thing or you're chasing the money tomorrow. But actually, if you got it, you'd be disappointed because then you'd have nothing, nothing else to go for. So I think looking for, especially in the business that we're in, to find people who are looking to be filled and, like, they've got, there's no end goal apart from fulfillment because you can wake up every day and feel fulfilled. You know what I mean? It's not a goal that's got an end date. It's something that you can do over and over again. So, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense connecting with them sort of people. Yeah, it's just... My energy is so much better in terms of me not getting frustrated with what people are or what people aren't doing. Like... It's, if if they're not walking to, working towards their goals, I'm not going to sit and go, like, why aren't you working towards your goals? It's like, fair enough. Like, you're in, like, I'm going to focus on the people that are doing it, the focus on the people that are working towards their goals. And that's kind of what it's been all about. Like, it's just, like, helping those people. Like, fuck the commission. Like, fuck the word commission. The commission word commission has left my brain since I've been over in Bali, which has also been a nice thing. Like, I don't think of commission now. I think of that other person developing themselves and those that other person maybe Mate, you need about their habits. You need uh, about a week to live out there. One you're not thinking about commission. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, um, like it's seeing someone develop like me, fuck off their bad habits or see someone like think of the longer goal and think of the future rather than what the tomorrow is going to look like is is more fulfilling than you know commission or money or any of that jazz like commission is it's just been like and that's what i think of is chasing in dubai and chasing maybe before that and 
yeah, like and when I stepped foot into this business model, like it was, I, I was able to get results quick and me and Tori were able to produce results quick. And I kind of was in the mindset of, oh, that's going to happen for other people then. Like if, if they go on and do it, this going to happen the one for them. And it, I forgot that, oh, I didn't forget, but I was a bit too ignorant to the fact that I had just spent 10 years in the gym environment. I had that resilience. I had that, that fact that I, I not, didn't really give up on shit. And I, I realized that results don't happen tomorrow. I realized that happens over time. Um, I was in a sales environment, so I understood you had to speak to people in volume. And obviously, if your script wasn't working, you need to adjust, you need to adjust your script. If things weren't working, you need to try something new. So I had all of that instilled in me in the first place. And I kind of was a bit ignorant to think like other people are going to be the same as me. Other people are going to do that as well and going to duplicate that. And then I put the message out of like, yeah, do this and quit your job in a like, few months, just like I have. And it, it attracted the wrong crowd and it attracted the crowd that wanted quick and want instant gratification. And like that then gave me a headache in the process and gave me, a, it, it wobbled my journey in the process. And it, it, it kind of made me stagnant because I was trying to help people which wanted instant gratification. Do you know what I mean? So it wobbled me in the process. And I don't know yeah. where I'm going with so this. I did a overview of 2021 yesterday, like reviewing my year and kind of seeing what was happening, where where I think I'd go right and where I could go better. Yeah, that was that was one of the that was um one of the things I put like remove any form of instant gratification. If if gratifies instantly, over the long term, probably not going to do anything for you. No. The, gives instant gratification in long term is probably not going to work out best for you. So yeah, no, I completely I resonate with that a lot. Instant gratification is going to leave you feeling frustrated, unloved. It's going to make you feel like um, you're not making any progress. And yeah, there's nothing good that comes from instant gratification. Um, yeah, it just leaves you to start feeling like fucking like shit. Uh, yeah, ultimately, like shit. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on to your life now? Do you want to talk about my life? Yeah, let's talk about your life. Really, we should have started with my life because I won't lie to you, your life is a lot more interesting. So now that I've gone, <clears throat> is that baby shack? Yeah, that is. That is. <laughs> I'm glad Tori noticed it anyway. But yeah, baby that is. Shack. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, yeah, we probably should have started with my life because your life is a lot more entertaining than mine in a minute or so it would seem. But um, yeah, in the last six months, well, let's go from when you, le since you left them. So since you left, I took you to the train station, cried and waved you goodbye. That was, that <laughs> <part>. <laughs> um, but no, so, um, so I, I was working as a mechanic while I was trying to run my business as well. And that put me in a really bad space. Like obviously when we got back from Lanzarote, last January. That was what I'd do. I was like, oh, I've got something to fall back on that'll pay me nicely while I try and do this at the same time. And that really fucking backfired. I spent six months in in hell. What do you mean Shaq, we didn't cry? I cried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always cried. Um, yeah, that, that, that really backfired. It put me in a bad place. And actually I ended up taking a lot of steps back 
from where I was. I'd say it's taken me a... This time this year, compared to this time last year, I'm a complete different person, but I'm around about the same place. So it kind of set me back six months, to which I then had to bring my back forward, myself back forward six months, which I've now done. So I feel like I'm kind of in a similar place. But yeah, so I was in the garage, fixing cars around what can only be described as idiots, even since I've left the place. Don't Whenever let your energy go then, mate. Don't no, I'm not. I'm there. not at all. But even when I think about the place, I still do think the people that I worked with were absolutely ludicrous. Like I was, it was such a strange place, and yeah, it threw me right off balance. Um, yeah, so I left there and I got a job because obviously our business is in direct sales, and I thought, what can I? Like, obviously, this is going to take a little bit of time, and I'm fine with that. Like I then said, removing the instant gratification, it was like, well, what can? what can I do that's going to teach me transferable skills in the process? Like, what can I do nine to five that's also going to help what I do before nine o'clock and after five o'clock? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I, and obviously you went out to Dubai to sell property. So I kind of come up with the idea of selling property and I've been the state agent now for, I guess for we're coming up for four months, right? And um, yeah, it's been a really a really interesting Tories comment and a lot. And as much as I appreciate it, it's proper putting me off what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Yeah, right. Where was it? Yeah. So it was the best thing I'd ever done. Like the environment I'm in now is really is really good. Like you were then saying about the office environment like hating it like i i kind of love it like the office i'm in if you've ever watched the office it's kind of like that like we've got a load of fucking characters like there's only there's only about a team of eight or ten of us and yeah i've got a lot of a lot of characters a lot of people with a lot of real world information i'm meeting a lot of people on a daily basis which is something that i needed to do i needed more yeah. people. I know that sounds really bad, but like I did. I needed more real world, like connecting with every type of person skills, um, which is something that I feel like I'm coming along with really, really nicely. Like I feel like it's something that I'm starting to learn. And obviously now going into 2022, we're hoping to obviously get back consistent with the online things. And that's also another thing that that kind of happened in that period where I was in the garage. I started to really, really hate social media. Like, I went on a social media detox for a day, and it turned into six months. Like, I'm, I'm completely all right without being on social media. Like, I actually don't, don't like it there that much. And I think it's Joe Rogan that says, kind of, post what you need to say and get out. And I think that is the attitude that I'm going to have towards social media now because even like obviously we're recording again and everything like that but it's not something that i want to do uh, yeah i was saying to andy knew it yesterday like i really social media is a horrible place and i understand there's people on there that are pushing positive energy and the rest of it but you can't scroll four posts on facebook without seeing a sponsored advert from the nhs about covid or whatever else stupid you know what i mean so yeah i really fell out of love with social media so that's something that i now want to get 
back in to 2021, posting more regularly and kind of just having a voice here and not being here. Like, I don't need to be, I don't need to be on social media. No way. But I'd, I'd like to go. Um, do you feel like, it, it might have been yourself feeling like that, but at the same time, do you feel like the energy around you, because I did in Dubai, um, the energy around you is kind of making you feel like what you're doing on social media is stupid or wrong or because I'll give you an example. Like when I was in Dubai, like I had these people on my table, on my team, in fact, showing me or not showing me, but showing the team and being like, um, oh, there's another positive quote. He's in the grind set. And it wasn't about me. It was in someone else. I'm like, internally, I'm like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with motivating people? What's wrong with helping people? But was it an external influence or did it come from yourself? No, so it it was it wasn't an external influence because basically anything that the people in them garage, in that garage thought, I knew the complete opposite was probably right. So if they said it was stupid, I probably know it was a good idea. If they said it was a good idea, it was probably stupid. Do you know what I mean? So I never I never really listened to that too much. Like it didn't bother me, but it was just like. When you've been, I think you become under the assumption that everyone is an idiot and not in, not, I, that's probably not the greatest thing to say, but like, yeah, definitely being around toxic, toxic people all day and then you get home or you open your phone and you just assume you're going to find more toxic people and you know what happens with assumptions, right? They come true. Assume, assume means to make an ass out of you and, and me. You and me. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, I also mean like assumptions come true because it's then what you focus on. So I'm then going on social media and I'm focusing on other idiots and I'm looking at the whole world like, fuck, get me out of here. Best way to get me out of there is to close my phone. So yeah. that's, that's what I do. And I've kept it closed for about six months. But no, what you then said about, um, what you then said about was that other people made me laugh because I was out. I was out on my um, works. I was out on my works do the other the other week just before Christmas, and um, my mortgage advisor was a little bit pissed and he said to me, "I said something because I'm the positive guy in the office. Like I'm the guy that ev I'm the guy that the managers love because I'm the guy that's trying to get everybody excited. You know what I mean? Like I've not yeah. lost that energy in real life. Like I've got that energy. Like I want fucking good shit for people." But yeah, he told me, I said something, and he said, okay, not everybody listens to fucking Tony Robbins' podcast first thing in the morning. I said, I do. <laughs> so yeah, um, I've definitely still got yeah. that. I mean, people people do see that and understand that that is what I'm doing. But no one's saying it's wrong. Like, everybody's just saying, you know what, if that's, if that's you, that's you. Yeah, but it's, it's, that, it's that, like, it's... It's just those comments, do you know what I mean? And that's why I think, uh, like, Bali is such a nice place because everyone here gets it. Everyone here, like, is on that vibe of, like, okay, cool, if you're doing it, you're doing it. Like, it's nice, like, yeah. good on you sort of thing. Whereas places like the workplace in Dubai or UK, it just, it's, it's a lot of people, Everybody's... I'm not going to say everyone because everyone's a big statement, but a lot of people or the majority of people are, like, we're the minority, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Fact like, time. my area, like, my, no, not area manager. I don't know what the job title is, and anyway, I'm not going to talk about the job title, but she kind of says to me, 
the other day, we, we were in a morning meeting, and she says, um, oh, you know, like, what was everyone watching on TV last night? This, and this is, like, somebody that's high up there. And I'm like, well, everyone's going around kind of talking about what they were talking about. What did you do last night? I trained, went home, read, and went to bed. And then everyone felt kind of awkward asking me what books I was reading. And, like, you could see that that was just an awkward topic for them. Like, they just wanted to talk about Netflix. And yet, I definitely understand that. But at the same time, nobody there knows that... I look really relaxed as well, don't I? I'm laid right back. But um, any, any, none of them guys know that kind of this exists for me. Like, yeah, nobody's... Nobody is my friend on Facebook. I'm not doing it. Like, and I've told everybody that. Like, I've set very strict boundaries with the fact that one, you're not going to be able to find me if you try because the name that I go by here is my middle name and not my last name and nobody's ever going to think to try and switch it. Um, but two, like, yeah, I've seen it happen where people take days off for things and then it's like, oh, well, they posted this on Facebook and I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not being in, in that. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm doing. I've got a very clear plan. Yeah. about how, how the next 12 months look and kind of how how the next few years look like it's a very set plan and nothing's getting in my way like I just have to show up every day do me and leave like and I think a lot of people need to know that because sometimes you feel obliged to get involved in bullshit and yeah. you don't have to but what I would say is if you are involved in bullshit you need to get out and go somewhere new where nobody knows you and you can just start fresh. Just yeah. go there and be the person that you want to be. And people will believe that you've always been that way. Yeah. Like, because don't um, wrong, sometimes we'll sit. Sometimes we'll sit there and like, I'll tell people like stories about how, how life used to be or like the shit we used to do and stuff like that. And like, everyone's like, I can't believe that was, that was you. And I'm like, yeah, like, Somebody said to me the other day, how do you dress outside of work? Because obviously I'm always in a suit. No one's ever not, no one's ever not seen me in a suit. I was like, I'm in tracksuits all day. Like, I'm always in a tracksuit. And I was like, I can't imagine you in a tracksuit. I was like, what do you mean you can't imagine me in a tracksuit? And that's been 90% of my life. But yeah, um, um, I, don't know, I, I don't know whether I actually said anything in that or whether I just rambled. No, I wanted to resonate with a bit about um, uh, Netflix and that sort of thing. But it's more along the lines of uh, materialistic uh, values. But, um, yeah, they were going around on the table. When, let's, let's go back to the Dubai office. They're going around the table and going, if you've you got a million pounds tomorrow, Jack, um, they were going around and they were like, if you've got a million pounds tomorrow, uh, jo yes. Jonathan, fun. like, I'm what would you be fun. getting? Like, what, do, what would you be getting? And they were just around like, oh, a Bentley. Oh, a Ferrari, all this, a nice house, all this. And they, they come to me and was like, um, if you if you got a million pounds tomorrow, Jack, what would you be getting? And before I could say anything, they go, I oh, don't say you're going to fucking invest it. I'm like, well, yeah, like, why wouldn't, like, why what wouldn't else? you? Why wouldn't you scale that money? Like, why, yeah, why would I go and waste that money and, and then make it devalue? Like, I don't get it. But do you um, know the problem? So before it's even got to you, they've said, don't say you're going to invest it. So therefore, they know that that's what you're going to do because they know that actually that's the right thing to do, but it's just yeah. not worth... 
Like, it's just not for them. Like, they know that that's what they should do, but they, they just can't be fucking bothered. Yeah. That, that's almost... Sure. But then I want to touch back on social media as well, because... I see a lot of people in our industry getting caught up with this and, and doing a lot of this and trying to be a figure out of doing this. But this year, like I've realized like likes mean shit. Nothing. Um, followers mean shit. Like it, it's all, it doesn't mean shit. Like our it's industry, all... our industry, go on. I was about to say, it's all in the meaningful conversations you're having with people. And exactly. like more, more around our business. But I was having this conversation with Andy Newitt yesterday. And I was like, you have to understand that you use social media as part of a business. You don't run social media as a business. Like, yeah. that's, not, that's not the objective. The objective is to run a business and use social media, not to run social media like it's a business. That's, yeah. that's not the goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense because... There, there's a lot of people getting caught up with, oh, I'm, I'm going to write this to get this many likes. Do you know what I mean? And, and it shouldn't be that way around. It should be the message in it first, the message you want to portray. And I feel like I got caught into a bit of that because I, I got all of like the people in the industry liking my posts. And I'm like, yeah, this must be valuable. This must mean something, but it means bullshit. The people like, in the industry like your post means absolutely nothing because they're the one, pe yeah. one person you can guarantee are not going to become no. your customers. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's, there's way too many people getting caught up with, confused with being an influencer and being a, a network marketer. And one thing I got from attending the event, um, a GoPro event a few weeks back, was like, it's not about getting 30 fucking people or 40 people or 50 people. It's literally about duplication, like getting one, connecting with one, speaking to one. Um, and that's all you need is being the one. But loads of people get caught up with, oh, I've got more likes than you on this picture, or I've got more engagement than you on this picture, or ah, oh, this this person's got this many followers. Why can't I get that many followers? And it means bullshit. It literally means yeah. bullshit. Not e not even like that. Just like I heard Andy Frisella say the other day. Obviously, he says like he's a really aggressive guy. Yeah, like not aggressive, but yeah, very aggressive. But he was like, I can guarantee you that I'm not aggressive to be aggressive. I'm aggressive because that's me. So if that's not you, don't do that. Because anybody that you look at, they're just being themselves. So stop trying to like give off the energy that's not yours or portray the things that isn't yours. Because you think that that's what people want to see. And just portray yourself. Because actually there's a certain amount of people that do want to see that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I wrote this in a post on mine and Tori's joint account the other day. Like, it can make you feel unloved. It can make you feel like lonely. Can, and you shouldn't ever really judge other people on having, but there are so many people that do it, like judge other people on, oh, I'm going to swipe off their page. They ain't got many likes. I'm not going to read their content. I'm going to swipe straight off of that. Oh, they've got not got many followers. Oh, I'm not even going to follow them. Like there's way too many people that do that. And unfortunately, that's the way the world's going because the majority of the people think like that. Yeah. Anyway, roll on the metaverse. Roll on the metaverse. Okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no. So I guess that kind of brings us up to date with, with me, I think. I kind of told where I'm at. This is what I'm doing at the moment. My plan is 
kind of stay where we're at and use this next year to build because like I said instant gratification's a fucker because it'll it'll put it'll put you in a place where you want to do shit before you're ready and actually that that's fine if that's part of your process but when as you mature you'll understand that actually that's not like everything is about longevity it's not about what you can do once it's about what you can do every day so like yeah this next year is going to be 12 months of building for me like i'm i don't plan on doing anything don't plan on going anywhere like my instagram's not going to look aesthetic none of that fucking matters because 2023 will come and i'll be in a solid position because of the work that i did this year and that's that yeah. instant gratification would you agree that it's a form of shiny object syndrome well yeah i mean shiny object syndrome yeah. Shiny object syndrome doesn't have to be the fucking Ferrari, does it? Or the Maserati. No, 100%. It, it, the object doesn't actually have to be shiny. It could be fucking the beaches or the or the sunsets or whatever or whatever it could be. But it, yeah, it is shiny object. You back? Yeah, it is. It is shiny um, object. I'm isn't it? It, can, it can even come in the form of like, and I was sitting there thinking the other day because when someone. Like, if someone said to me, oh, you got shiny objects in your mobile, I'd be like, no, I ain't, because, like, I don't want a Ferrari, I don't want this, I don't want that. But then I was like, actually, part of going to Dubai was shiny object syndrome to gain more money to pop back into my business, like, because I wanted shit to materialize quick. Do you know quick. what I mean? So, it, I, I guess that was kind of... Listen, so we're, both our, we're both in our fucking... We're both twi- we're both in our twenties. Yeah, you're you're I've got two years left, mate. All right, cool. <laughs> you're still in your twenties, like you're allowed, to, like you're allowed to be human. You're allowed to want that instant gratification every once in a while. And actually, it's yeah, it's how you how you think about it and come out the other side of it. And actually, the growth is in realizing that that is what you were doing and being able to admit that that is what you were doing. And that's fine. You don't have to admit it while you're in it. No one's asking you to do that. You just have to admit it when you're the other side of it. That's cool too. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah I, I 100% agree. Like, the, I think a lot of inspiration that we get is from the 1%. Like, you get inspiration from the 1% who you know who last year were driving their fucking Peugeot 206 and now they're living all over the world and da-da-da-da-da. You have to understand, actually, that might not be your story. That is the 1% story. Or the person who makes 10 grand online in, in their first six weeks. Or fucking, you get my point. Like, that's all, there he is, the man, Andy knew it. Um, but yeah, that's all the 1%. And actually, you have to understand that the chances are you're probably part of the 99% that's going to have to work a lot fucking harder than that. That's not going to yeah. get the results straight away. That's going to have to do work when nobody fucking is watching. You have to realise that actually you're probably going to be part of that percentage. And even if you, you're part of the 1%, but you believe you're part of the 99%, you're still going to come out better off because you're going to work like the 99% need to, but you're going to be in that 1% who gets the results. Make sense? And there's a, there's a, yeah, that makes total sense. And there's a reason why that 1% made the headlines. And there's a reason why that 1% is now like being spoken about because they did something that isn't normal. And, you know, they, they made their headlines through getting their extremely fucking quickly also and this is like i was saying yesterday like i said about when i was talking to new about the fact that i started fucking hating social media i actually want to see the 99 percent. like 
you need to show the 99%. You need to show that you've done the same thing over and over and over and over again. Ah, oh, cheers, Morven. Glad you liked it. Thank um, you, Morven. Yeah, you have to... I want to see 99%. Like, I want to see the people who are doing the same shit day in, day out, and it doesn't look like changing. Then one day you see it, and that's where all the work has been going. Do you know what I mean? Not the fucking... Not the one who blew up over yeah. Don't get me wrong, they put their work yeah. in. They, like, they didn't do anything for it. Like, I want to see the people who strive, I think. Yeah, and for sure I can relate to that. I know this is going on for ages, mate, but I don't want to come off. I just got so much shit mate, to talk just, about. Oh, um, oh. But um, what was I going to say? I've got a couple of things to say. Um, let, let's go along the first thing and the second thing. Well, remember, because the second thing is just going to emerge. Um, but the first thing I want to say is like you just relating to an authentic audience and you relating to the people who are being real and being normal. Um, we met with a couple out here who are very Instagrammable, go, goes to various different resorts down here, takes nice, really nice pictures. Um, and we, we met with them and we had a drink with them because we've been following for about a year. They've been following us and we find that we're in the same country. So we connected with them. We went out, we had a drink and we just while having a drink, they were just like, um, yeah, you, you're probably the only couple we've met with, Jack and Tori, because all the other couples, they seem like, we don't know how they're going to be, like, you, because you're real on your, your social media, because you you haven't got, like, a really fucking aesthetic feed, like, we'll happily meet you, because we can see that authenticity behind you, we can see you doing normal shit. Yeah, you tried the aesthetic feed, you tried all the, all the glitz and glam, I have as well, but actually, I'm realising, that is what made me come off social media, looking at people, yeah like that and i'm going bullshit don't believe it don't fucking believe it so if i'm looking at people and i'm saying bullshit don't believe it people are looking at me and saying bullshit don't believe it and that's why yeah. why nothing is is happening we're actually if i look at it and i go okay that makes sense like you can see that they've been putting work in that that's been happening that it's all come around very slowly you go yeah like fair enough you deserve that and yeah, I'd rather be somebody that everybody looks at and go, fucking hell, worked hard for that, deserve it. Then like, how did you do that so quickly? Like, fuck off. Yeah, Andy goes, you feel like it's boring to see those, don't you? Exactly. Like, every, like in, I don't mean to, I, I really don't want to come across like, like slagging someone off or a bit like being mate, sour. Mate, but every listen, single... If anybody's come and listened to this, they've come and chose to listen to us. Yeah, I know, but this is just me. This is you said about being yourself, and I'm that nice guy, eh? You are. Um, but yeah, yeah, like every single, like it starts to become samey. Like every picture starts to become like not they don't look identical, but they kind of do look the same. Do you know what I mean? Like they, it's the same sort of picture. Yeah. Um, so just by breaking it up with, do you know what I mean? Normal pictures or real or authentic or just realness just helps massively um yeah there was something else i was gonna say and it's left my head no, but i'd go back to new you feel like it's boring to see though don't you yeah you do feel like it's boring to see but once again you think i i completely get it because i i think that as well but it, or it feels like that as well but actually that's you once again trying to guess what somebody else is thinking like I'm, I'm completely done with any of that now. I think I'm like, I'm completely over it. Like, yeah, it is. It looks boring to see, but if that's all that's happening, then that's all that's happening. Like, it, it, 
we're only fucking human. It's not fireworks every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... I don't know, for you at the minute, it might be fucking beats bodies every day and all the rest of it. But actually, for most of us, we're just getting up, going to work, going to the gym and trying to make some shit happen. Yeah. yeah and that, and sure. that just and that just is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't... It's it's undeniable. That just is what's happening for most of us. And actually, if that's the life you're living at the minute, why, why are you not sharing it? Because that's all you've got to share. You haven't got anything else. Yeah, and it's quite sad and we did this we did this and it, it makes me sad thinking about it like why did we get in like once again instant gratification out of this but when you put a post up and then you get that one person like that post you're like fuck that might have been might, must have been a sick post rather than was, i'm yeah. happy with my image like i'm happy with the message i put across like i'm happy with how many people are potentially going to be positively influenced by that post you automatically thinking, yeah, they like that post. I can write for shit. Like I'm the man. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's not yeah. Like, and then yeah, also you post one, and it and that person doesn't like it, or then people don't like it, and you go, well, you sit there and try and figure out what what you said wrong. <laughs> not the fact that the fucking algorithm <laughs> might not have shown it to them, or they might not have seen, or just whatever the hundred million circumstances. Are. You go, well, what did I do wrong? And that is the toxic fucking world of social media. And um, I'm yeah. no longer there for it. There's, it's not happening. Yeah, social media is just meant for inspiring the right people, connecting with the right people, and just using it as a tool. Like it's a tool, like you said, it's a tool to add a bonus to our business. Like it's not our business; it's a tool yeah. to use to to sp maybe speed it up a little bit. Like it's not a a be all end all of. Do you know what I mean? Like this business is nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to do it. social media I, like that's kind of the vibe i've been getting recently is is like that's why when i look back at all my other messages on social media and like all the content i used to write like i am like I, I cringe at it like i'm like why did you swear why did you do this why did you write this like it's like now i feel so much more happier like putting out a positive message and just speaking my message loudly rather than what like trying to fucking yeah there you go it. like you then said if you sat on the couch all day so what be it yeah you've got a fucking you've got an 18 month year old daughter or whatever it is like some days are gonna be like that and actually there's someone sat somewhere going fuck me i'm shit all i've done is sit on the sofa all day and actually they see you and the results you're getting the fact that some days you sit on the sofa it's like well fuck me you know right, that's I, that's yeah. what everybody and yeah it's just 12 months no she's not she wasn't born last december if she was, I'm off my fucking nut. Anyway, do you like? And this is like this might come across to some people. This like, oh, he's in Bali. Like, oh, he, he must be earning a lot of money. It's fucking cheaper to live here. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a lot cheaper to live here. Like, you don't need money to live here. Like, I spend two pound fifty on a meal every single fucking day. Like, but just by people relating that, it's just, it's not nice. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, that is that is it. This next year is authenticity. It's fucking being who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just are what you are. And I look at these... Like, don't get me wrong. If it's your thing, it's your thing, right? Once again, like I said, everybody's got their thing. And if posting on social media 18 times a week, three times a day is your thing, amazing for you. But actually, for some of us, it's not. that's not our thing. There's some people that I look at running businesses... And it's the ones, like I was saying to knew it yesterday, I'm not going to drop specific names, but there's some people that I 
look at and I go, actually, I want your life because you're still doing well, but you might put something on Facebook or Instagram once every, every so often, yeah. once every fortnight, but you're still making it happen because like I said, social media isn't, isn't it. It's what you're doing in the background. Social media is the front facing shit. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be front facing all the time as long as the work's going in. Like that that's the life I want. Like I just want to connect yeah. to people. I don't want to fucking be an influencer who posts eighteen times a week and yeah, dead. Not for me. Yeah, no. I mean, if you're I mean it can obviously it can attract the right people and it can do do your favours, but obviously like I said, if you don't want to like you said, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Um, you can focus on just running your ads. This business is about automation. It's about running your ads and connecting with people through your ads. And like I personally have found some, sometimes I've had a lot better results. And I remember this last, like towards the back end, oh, we're still in 2021, but between probably about June and September, like I hardly posted. But I had some good results in my business throughout those months. Like it, it doesn't mean to say because you're posting, you're going to get results that it's not well, about that. Whatsoever. It's, complete, it's, a, it's a facade. Like if, it, if you're not getting the results, but you're posting 12 times a week, what, what are you doing? Why are you wasting so much time posting? Cause nothing else is moving the needle. Posts do not move the needle. No, like they, they don't. don't. Posts do not move the needle. They they don't they they hardly do anything if I'm honest they literally like, hardly yeah, do anything. And I was saying to knew it yesterday once again. Yes, it's nice for new people to come back out and feel like they know you from your post. That makes perfect sense. But you do one one a week for a year and you've got fifty posts there. Do you know what I mean? So that's not so that's not a problem. People have still got fifty things to look back from you at. But you're doing shit that actually moves the needle. So yeah. That's this my... industry ran very, 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 very successfully without social media. This industry's been going absolutely years. We've, we've literally newspaper cutout ads. Exactly. Like, like, social media is not it, Chief. And yeah, that's, that's my two pence. Like, yeah, I cannot stress enough how much over the past six months I've been like, I don't want to be anywhere near social media. Like, I might look at TikTok every now and again just to make myself happy. Like, just because TikTok cheers me up. Like, just as, just as a cheer-up thing. But I, I really not wanted to be... Like, you say to me the other day, did you see my story where? You're my best mate. Like, you're always the first one on my stories. Doesn't mean I watch them all the time because sometimes I just, I just don't, don't want to be there. Do you know what no. I mean? Like, I'm okay with being here sometimes. I think everybody needs to be. And for some people, that'll be... For some people, they'll like that advice and some people won't. Some people go, no, need to be on social media. Love social media. If that's true for you, that's true for you. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm saying that it's not true for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that, like, I'm not in the vibe of I'm only posting once a week like you. I'm still posting on a regular basis, but I'm more in the vibe of posting happy messages, messages that people, you know, can look at it and like the majority of the people will feel good from it and it's emitting the vibe i'm currently feeling like i'll do real, i'll do reels but if you look at all my reels it's literally like um either making people laugh or um you know promoting like a positive mindset or something like that like it, it's more of like um making people feel good rather than sort of making people think twice like shit what am i doing like what 
what I'm currently doing, is it the right thing? Like, oh, I'm not about that anymore. Like, making yeah. people... Like, it's empowerment of where you're at, because actually, no matter who you are, you don't know what you don't know, and where you're at is okay, do you know what I mean? So you may as well empower people where they're at, rather than trying to, like, coerce, almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, coerce people into your way of thinking. You put it on the table, and if they take it, they take it, and if they don't, they don't. Um... Yeah, man. I don't know. I've enjoyed that conversation. That's been a good, been a good hour and fifteen or however long we've been in. Yeah, it's been, it's been an hour and well, an hour and ten minutes. But as I'm sorted your mob out, mate. But yeah, an hour and fifteen. Um, <laughs> got anything else you want to talk about? Any any other topics? Yeah, thank you, Morgan. Um, no, not like we have, we have, but do we just spill out everything on the first one? No, because then all of a sudden we've got a whole season and nothing to talk about because we talked for fucking no. five first one. No, but I like how this, I don't know, I like how we've gone through this stage of writing that shit and like being that person to now being like, um, I guess, involved in a certain way. Like we're, we're both. Better, yeah, better you people, have to. You you just have to start somewhere. Like like you said about Zuckerberg, like the the idea is never fully formed. Do you know what I mean? So you just have to try. And for some people, it'll be right. For some people, it'll be wrong. As long as it's true to you in that moment, so what? Yeah. That's that's my honest feelings around it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. thanks for everyone for tuning in. Thank you for Thank everyone you. for jumping on. Um, it's been Quick. nice. Quick plug, uh, new training platform will be out this week. Oh, webinar. oh yeah. Please. Wait there. Your volume, you muted. still see me, but I've got like loads of writing on. Huh? Are you there? What'd you say? Yeah, can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I just got loads of writing on my screen of when to type into the keyboard and now the keyboard's filling up half my screen so I can only see you here. Um, but yeah, um, uh, an update on what's happening and the good things that are coming this week in particular. And I'm going to get it up by tomorrow evening. So you've got New Year to get enrolled and to get started with it and, you know, to make a change for the new year. Um, but yeah, a new training platform um, is being released. It's a chance for you to get involved with the online world and for a chance for you to develop as a person. Like, that's the whole aim of this, is to take you from feeling maybe unfulfilled, feeling frustrated, not feeling like you've got a sense of direction, or ultimately you just want to, like, level yourself up and, you know, level your mind up. And with that, your world instantly, get, not instantly gets better, but your world starts to become better when you start to work on your mind. So, not even the world starts um, to get, not see a clearer picture of how it can get. Exactly. Be my... Yeah my words um but yeah man that's coming yeah, this week. anybody that's interested send us a dm let's have a conversation and we'll try and do what we can do for you guys apart from yeah. that we're going to be back here next week i don't know what day yet we've not talked about it or discussed it but we'll do it yeah yeah for sure weekly episode and um, yeah enjoy your day mate um, it's now 10 to 10 in the evening here so it's a bit late i'm some no worries and we're gonna put this live on podcast platforms on new year's day are we yeah no worries yeah. Start the so then we'll probably do another one around the seventh would make sense yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right boss um
yeah, chat to you in a bizzle. Happy New Year, mate. I'll speak to you happy then anyway. Year, so happy New Year. Oh, fuck. Your New Year's going to be like hours before mine. And you're going to be saying Happy New Year at two o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know what? I, and before we go, I'm going to say this. Like, I was in Thailand two years ago and I, I think I wrote a status saying like, do you reckon you could spend New Year in like, how many countries do you reckon you can spend so New Year I, in? Like, I, there was somebody who was super rich and I was watching it the other day. And that was their thing on New Year's. They'd celebrate New Year's twice. I can't remember exactly where they'd celebrate it, but they, yeah, they had a private jet and they'd celebrate New Year's twice. <laughs> like, how much money have you got around to decide that that's a good idea? <laughs> Jump off a plane, celebrate it again. Jump off a plane, celebrate it again. Cool. Um, right. Yeah, well, yeah. have a good New Year. I'll speak to you then before anyway. Yes, and anyone well. who's watching, um, have a good New Year. Happy and New we'll Year's. See you next week. No, by the time people are listening to this, I hope you had a good New Year's and I hope you're ready to smash the New Year is what we should be saying. But yeah. All right, boss. Catch you in a bit. See you later, mate. Bye-bye.